Hello and welcome. You're listening to It's a Groom's Life with Carly O'Brien. Hello and welcome to a new episode of It's a Groom's Life. So today with me I have Odette in Seoul um, and I'm I'm really excited to have you on Odette because I think your business is a very unique business um, and I can't wait for you to tell us more about it. So hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me on. Oh, absolute pleasure. I can't wait to get into this. So Odette, would you mind just telling us more about you and what is your business? So my business, as you said, is quite niche. I make wax cotton horse riding skirts and walking skirts now. Um, So really thinking it's like a raincoat for your legs while you're out walking or riding. Um, And I'm a horse rider myself. So the the business really grew from, from me designing a product for myself. The riding skirt was the first one. And yes, it, it was, I was working full time as a groom and um, was riding lots of horses through the day. And I get really bad chillblains in my thighs. Um, and I had sort of open sores and was finding it didn't matter how many layers I put on or waterproof trousers or chaps, um, nothing was really stopping or helping with the chillblains. And the more layers I put on, the less movability I had. You know, I could walk hack, but I was having to get a mountain block big enough to step on because I couldn't lift bend my legs properly. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, it, it was really kind of created from an from a need for myself. Yeah. And so um, have you have you had always had like um like um like sewing or creative or making clothes like beforehand or not not massively no (laughs) so um when I I sort of you know had this I needed to make something and I had another friend that asked me could I make a waterproof skirt which was what took me down the line of looking at at skirts and and habits as it came to um and then I actually had an accident with one of my horses and um had to have quite a lot of time off I was um kicked quite badly and I split my liver in half broke my back and and broke some ribs oh my god um, you, and, you done a good job there then didn't you yeah 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 I did it did it properly yes. um, and so it was during the time off I actually um, trained to become a traditional upholsterer, so upholstering furniture, um, because I'd always sort of loved fabrics and I like, um, my mum and dad are artists, so I come from a very creative family. So I sort of, I'm not sure why I decided to go down that avenue, but I did. Um, and so that was sort of my introduction to fabrics and sewing. Um, and that sort of was the stepping stone for me. But no, I I, I had to go to college because um, I gave it a go at trying to make one without any uh, knowledge or skills. And um, it was an absolute disaster. It was it was not even it was just a lot of fabric sewn together with yeah. no use. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've I've tried to go get into sewing and I've tried like the last few years and I can do like a basic cushion or anything that's like you know square <laughs> or anything like that but anything beyond that I'm not I'm not very good um I have all the um enthusiasm for it but I'm not very good at it at all so it's it is a skill 
a big skill. I mean, it's it, it's been a huge learning curve for me. I mean, the upholstery is quite technical, but the thing is, is that you're putting it around something that doesn't move. Whereas when you're making clothes, you know, you've got different body shapes, you've got different movement. And then we're, well, I was designing something that then was going to go and be used as a, you know, as a piece of equipment. And mm-hmm. so then you've got, you know, the size of the horse underneath it, the movement, the wind. And it was, it was, I suddenly realised I'd taken on what was actually quite a technical, technical garment. Yeah. Um, but I actually managed, I went to college and, and did a really short course. And then the lady that was teaching it, um, I asked her if she would home study, like home tutor me. And so she has been my guardian angel throughout the entire process and is now and still works with me now. If I uh, get to a head crunching, scratching moment and going, oh, my God, I don't know what I'm doing. And Joy comes to the rescue and explains the yeah problems I am having when designing <laughs> new stuff. And so let's talk about like the process. So say um, someone wants to order one. Um do you just have like um obviously is it what first of all is it one size that fits all or do you have like you know a traditional lady size you know 10 12 14 etc yes we've got the traditional sizes but each skirt is covers two sizes per skirt so so myself I fit into a medium which is a 12 to 14 um and what that means is because it's an overgarment you need to think about it fitting over thinner layers in the summer but thicker layers in the winter Mm. and you know maybe going over a belt buckle Um, and so lots of people go oh you know what size should I get and and really you want to get one that is your base size and then the next size up so that you can have room to put it over thicker layers in the winter or you know us women we fluctuate in in size and Christmas is always you know always a bad time of year (laughs) (laughs) So they are two sizes per skirt. And if someone wants to order one, I have four colours of the wax cotton. And then the linings is where you can start to have fun. So I've got some basic plain coloured linings that people can choose straight off the website. Or you can pick, I have a bespoke option. And I always try and convince people to do the bespoke option because what it means is that we buy fabric in for yourself. Um, or I have a box of lots of different beautiful fabrics that I've collected and we can make a skirt that's completely unique and personal to yourself which for me is just so much fun (laughs) and where do you get your fabrics from I mean do you um do you try and keep it as British as possible or do you find that you you know some fabrics you might have to import or you know not necessarily you import personally but come from imports or stuff or do you try and keep it as British as possible I try and keep everything as British as possible. However, because I'm working primarily in cotton, we don't grow cotton in the UK. So um, everything everything that's made from cotton, unfortunately, is imported over. But I try and get stuff that's imported over and then is dyed in the UK or printed in the UK so that we have strict, stricter rules with how waste of like dyes and things like that are managed whereas elsewhere in the world they can be dumped into you know people's waterworks and things so that I'm really conscious of and then like my leather is all UK leather um my buckles I still source from France but I'm hoping to get solid brass ones 
actually casted in the UK. That's a really big goal for me as the sort of business moves forward. But yeah, everything, I do my best for everything to be British. I want to support our sort of, you know, country and and keep the quality there as well, you know. And so, yeah, I mean, you talked about like the um, bespoke side. Do you have like, um, and I put like in commas like stock where people can go onto a website and just purchase one sort of off the rack type thing or is everything sort of bespoke? Everything is made to order. Um, so because I'm I'm quite a little company still and I hand make them all myself, I just don't have the space to store stock at the moment. Mm. Um, so in the future, it might be that I'm able to have stock as such and people can just click and buy. But at the moment, everything is made to order. Um, and so it takes sort of it can take sort of three to four weeks before the skirt arrives, depending on how many back orders I've already got. Yeah, that was going to be my next question as in what how long is the process from, say, someone gets in contact with you and they've like confirmed what fabrics and stuff and colours they want? How long does it normally take for them to receive it? So I know I normally stay two to three weeks, um, but if I've got a back order, like if I've got lots of orders in, obviously that time can be extended, but mm. I'm. I try to be, I'm not always perfect, um, but I do try to make sure that everyone knows when it's going on the cutting table, when it's being sewn up and when it's being posted and how long sort of the estimate time is so that you don't order it and then sit there going, oh my God, I don't know when it's going to come. I try and keep everyone really informed in the process and where we are with what, what we're making. Yeah. And um, I've... Um heard about like with your sort of aftercare service as well so even though this is probably quite a, um, an investment piece um the aftercare that you offer is an amazing so can you tell us more about the aftercare yeah absolutely so I offer the full works really I do a cleaning service I can do a rewaxing service and I do a repair service so I make sure or I want to make sure that once you have invested in this product, that it is going to last you a lifetime. You know, I, I hate that throwaway society. My my dream really with it is, and I, I always refer to Barber because they're sort of such a long-standing countryside British company. Mm. And I actually, I, you know, got handed down my granddad's Barber jacket. And yeah, it was, you know, stank and <laughs> it didn't look its best but it was that you know it had that history and and I was really honored to have it and I would love it for my skirts to have that same same sort of generation to be passed down a generation to live that lifetime that that those products can live and that was one of the reasons I picked the wax cotton when I was sort of looking at different waterproof materials wax cotton has stood the day it's been tested for years and years and years and if yeah. you do look after it if you clean it and you rewax it there's no reason why it won't last you you know an entire lifetime or hopefully more yeah absolutely and um we didn't actually talk I don't think we've even mentioned the name of your brand so we maybe we should mention that um <laughs> so would you mind telling us the name and how did you come out with um the name of it so the name of the company is Nouvelle Habit. And that's having a little play on on the fact that, you know, riding skirts um, are were and are habits. So we now sort of think of um, side saddle sort of aprons yeah. as as riding habits. But traditionally, 
actually the habit was designed for men to wear in the military and they were made of a heavy canvas um, and were very dark colours and they were to keep the riders dry and, but also protect them from brambles and, and such like. And so I wanted to kind of play homage to the fact that it's not a new idea. You know, this is a, a product that actually has been around for centuries, since the 17th century. But uh, I'm putting a new twist on an old classic. So nouvelle being the feminine word in French for new and then habit being the, the what the, they were traditionally called, really. So Excellent. nouvelle habit. I love that. Absolutely love that. And with like riding skirts, obviously, um, generally now like ladies and men if they want to but I'm sure it's more aimed at maybe women but um obviously uh riders now tend to have the leggings droppers breeches and stuff like that so is this is the skirt like um like an almost like a sort of an exercise equivalent to an exercise sheet on a horse type thing or is it can they ride can they use it every day or when would you recommend that people sort of wear them I mean, I I rode in mine every day. <laughs> you know, if it was cold, I would be wearing it. If it was wet, I'd be wearing it. Um, it's really just to keep protect you from the cold and the rain. Um, so it's like a raincoat for your legs. You wrap it on over the top of your jobpers or your jeans, whatever you're wearing, and then ride in it. I designed it so that it wouldn't interfere with your riding because what I found with a lot of other wet, riding gear and some of the other riding skirts that are so mine has a split at the back whereas a lot of the riding skirts have a full circle so that's full oh. fabric at the back which covers a lot more of the horse oh. what I found with those sort of designs was that I was limited to what I could do on my horse I could you know go out for a walk hack I could do a little bit of trot work but I couldn't do masses and I needed something that I could school my horse you know I could walk trot canter gallop I could jump I could go sideways I could do my dressage moves and I could get on and off I could you know lean forward and open a gate and none of it would interfere with my riding um and so that that was what I set out to do and it, it took me a long time to get something that really lived up to my very high expectations um but that that is what I have created so you can do anything in it I've got I mean I've got people send me photos and videos of them doing all sorts of extraordinary things I've got a lady who um she competes and she you know when she's at home schooling this schooling the horses she's jumping a meter meter 10 meter 15 in her riding skirt just at home schooling and and that's fantastic you know that makes me really happy to see that you you know it's a real piece of equipment that is not going to interfere with the riding but is still going to protect you from the elements and and keep your saddle dry and clean as well yeah definitely and um the other thing I wanted to ask you which I just had while you were talking I think right I must ask you about that and I was just gone out of my head and that happens all the time I literally have the thought <laughs> and I'm like right quickly ask her and then it goes um but is it um do you have like other pro um other products in mind that you feel like you want to bring out um in the future or are you just going to stick to skirts I know I would love to go into jackets um but I am really I am I'm still I still fit I, I say you know I'm a horse rider at heart and I've learned to I've learned to sew yeah. um so for me a jacket terrifies me because there's <laughs> sleeves and collars and zips yeah. and 
all sorts of things that I, I I literally you know hand on heart have no idea how to create um but it's it's definitely something that I see in the future um because I think it would be lovely to have a full outfit that's you know made by myself and again I'm always on the lookout for a decent waterproof coat you know as you, you can sympathize when you're someone that works outside all the time yeah. and you know you need wet weather gear that really lasts and um and finding coats that live up to that is really really tricky so yeah. I'd love to tackle that one day and, and it's actually something that I've been in discussions with with you know going back to college and and doing you know higher higher level training or potentially trying to do some one-to-one coaching with with people that already you know are making and and um so yeah hopefully one day um and who knows really I mean I I get bits of sort of decent sized bits of fabric that can't be used for the skirts because mm. the panels on the skirts are quite large and so um I'm a bit of a hoarder my family are known <laughs> for that and so I do have a large collection of of those those bits of of fabric really for potentially maybe one day making bags you know I already make the ear um ear warmers that go inside your hat but I'd love to find uses for all of that and uh, my goal is you know to have a zero waste company really so yeah anything that I can think of so I'm always saying to people you know if you've got ideas for stuff then you know let me know because I'm always up for trying to make some design new things yeah I love that idea absolutely and I love that um I think I do find like a lot of brands now are trying to be like much more sustainable and have zero waste and stuff and and you know try and use every piece of fabric that they've got um so nothing does go to waste and yeah I I can imagine that eventually you'll find your way where you can make little bits and pieces that you can sell and where you're not feeling like you're throwing everything away yeah exactly and it it it's always seems such a shame to get rid of such beautiful fabrics especially the linings and um you know and I I hope at some point the the business is going to expand where it won't be just me um and then you know and then you can sort of create more because you've got more hands and you've got more time and you know possibilities get bigger when there's when there's more of you (laughs) and you don't feel so stretched (laughs) oh yeah bless you when it's a one-man band it's quite a lot it's a lot of pressure isn't it (laughs) but hopefully in the in the future you'll get like a second pair of hands that can help (laughs) um and I wanted to talk about um about like um sort of social media influencers that you've had I don't want to use the word influencers but you've had people like Dr Die who's all the king's horses that's like um you know works with you and like models your skirts and stuff like that and Rhea Freeman I've seen her you know on her Instagram she's obviously modeled your skirts and stuff as well um is there like is, is that what you would like to do just have more people like sort of more influencers to sort of help and support your brand and get the awareness out there um, yes, to a degree. I mean, with with um, Dr. Dai and 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 Ria, um, these are actually people that I've just sort of got to know through through you know meeting them at a show or or doing business groups and stuff like that. And so it wasn't really it was sort of wasn't really an intention for them to become <laughs> influencers for me. <laughs> They've just, you know, been friends that have loved the product and have either wanted to, you know, test it for me or try it out or actually Dr. Dyer, she's bought all of hers. Um, and um, 
but yeah I mean I think influencer you know that kind of world of influencing is 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 great but I don't think I'm try like to think that I'm not going to ever seek out someone just to get yeah the publicity from them like yeah. I really want people to genuinely love the product um yeah. and I think with influencing you can it can get a bit lost sometimes that 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 someone's promoting a product because they love it yeah and um, so I'm I'm a little bit cautious I I would never reach out to someone just because of their yeah amount of numbers or likes or whatever they are but if there's someone that I think might be interested in the product or could benefit the product <laughs> then I may reach out to them but it's all really new to me you know it's, it's, a, it's a bit of a scary world out there um so I'm I'm a bit cautious with it um but yeah if people reach out to me I'm always willing to kind of chat and see you know do do our kind of views and goals and and things line up as well you know I'm yeah. not gonna um I don't want to be promoted by someone that I don't believe in what they're doing as much as they believe in me as well yeah yeah that that you both of you probably wouldn't really achieve exactly what you um what the goal is isn't it and the goal is is for it's just for people just to be more aware of like your your brand and your products and the benefits of having them and um the uniqueness of having it um and obviously if you've got someone on board like dr die who you know genuinely you know uses the product and you know loves it and stuff like that that's the person that you want to to continue supporting you in the brand isn't it who's you know genuine and not just uh like you say has a, a big influence but isn't like genuine into your product and your brand and I mean it's great having people you know like having influencers and brand ambassadors and things is, is brilliant because they you know somebody else can sell your business so much better than you can because you know I I speak for most small business owners I think we all suffer with imposter syndrome yeah you know that, that idea of do I deserve to be here you know am I really good enough all of those silly thoughts that we all go through um so to have somebody else that is actually there and is 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 representing your business they'll say things that you wouldn't dream to say because they're confident and they're doing it for you you know yeah. for you yeah. um and so that is super useful that side of it and really lovely because they they are happy to shout about it whereas sometimes we kind of cower away a little bit <laughs> oh, I think it's okay you know you get you get a bit shy and a bit unsure so yeah having a, a team you know I like to think of them as like you know they're yeah. my new girl habit family and I'm so so lucky with my customers and my clients they are the most fantastic um group of people that I I never imagined when I set up the business I never imagined that that was going to be something that yeah. I was going to have this amazing tribe of people that were going to yeah. help promote support and just just be super lovely so I yeah. feel very blessed and very lucky about that Oh, and that's exactly what you want, isn't it? That's exactly, that's why you do it, isn't it? Um, and so towards the um, the end of this, like I always offer the, like this space here to, for you to, you can talk about any promotions that you've got going on or if there's something that you're really passionate about that you really want to get your point across or this is literally your free space to talk about anything that you want to talk about or if you want to promote anything you like, this is your sort of free area to talk about what you like. Um, I'm not really sure, really. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> throw me in the deep end. Um, <laughs> I I do well. 
I do have a little sale going on. So I in the summer when I do the shows, I have show stock that I take with me. So that's so people that can try them on, look at different colours and come up with ideas for themselves. But at the end of every year, I sell all of that stuff and then I make fresh for next year. So um, it's always worth this time of year just checking if you are hoping to get a bargain just to head over to the website and have a little look um and i quite often have some show stock there that's at a reduced price um and it's you know it's just been worn by people trying it on in the summer so um it's never been on a horse or or even near any mud or anything like that so it's a good way of getting yourself a uh, a little bargain um, which is always what everyone wants, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Especially this time of year, and it might make yeah. a good Christmas present for someone if someone's really like been looking at it, sort of like during the year, because um, obviously it is an investment piece. But so it might be an ideal way for a Christmas present for someone if if that's what they really wanted. Yeah, exactly. And the other thing is, we do I do offer gift cards, you know, gift vouchers. Um, so, and I'm happy to do gift vouchers for any price um and i do say that they're just they're valid i don't have like a they're only valid for three months or anything mm. they're valid forever yeah. so um again that's a really nice christmas present idea because as you say they are an investment piece you know so it might be that you can just help someone if you know that they're really dying for one just a little little helper help. towards saving up for that that yeah love it okay so i always sort of end the podcast with some quick fire questions they're just just something fun so generally are you a night in or a night out person oh, I'm a night in <laughs> I'm a night in wrapped up under this time of the year fire going hot yeah. chocolate <laughs> perfect perfect tea or coffee I don't I don't drink caffeine at all but I do drink mint tea or hot chocolate but yeah mint tea oh nice um wellies or heels wellies <laughs> sweet or savory oh savory i love a packet of crisps yeah yeah can't go wrong with packet of crisps no um book or film i'm trying to get better at reading books but i'm lazy so films <laughs> <laughs> and is there any like films that you've seen recently that you recommend or do you have a favorite film um gosh I love um there's a film called Hunt for the Wilder People it's by a New Zealand um film director he does really quirky films and it's quite bizarre but it's got a really lovely kind of feeling throughout the whole thing so yeah that would be my recommendation Hunt for oh. the Wilder People oh I've never heard of that and I think that might be something that I might have to look into so have a look honestly it's funny and it's sad and it's happy it's all the things you want oh brilliant um, okay, and then lastly, where can we find you? Could you tell us your website and your social medias and anywhere else we can find you? Absolutely. The website is www.newvellhabit.co.uk and then my Instagram and Facebook are both Newvell Habit. So nice and simple. Excellent. Um, well, I just wanted to say thank you so much for coming on. I really, really appreciate your time. Um, I love the skirts um, and I think it's a great idea. Um, and um, thank you so much for coming on and telling us all about it. Thanks for having me. It's been wonderful. Pleasure. And as always, guys, if you love this episode, which I'm sure you will, if you can tag um, Adette and us into your Instagram story so we know that you're listening, remember there's the monthly competition, so you can check that out to win a prize. Um, and I'll speak to you all on the next episode.
if you listen to this episode i really hope you enjoyed it as i did making it if you um like to follow me on socials my um instagram is cobs equine services and the same on facebook cobs equine services um if you are listening to this on your um, apple or spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast i really appreciate it if you could leave me a review as it gets um other people to highlight the um episodes to other people and I will speak to you all on the next episode.